Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 15 of the Turbo Duo cast. I am your host, Salvatore Mata. I almost forgot what I was saying there. <laughs> you almost forgot your own name. Yeah. And uh, to my left is my brother from another game show lover, Trenton E. Wright the third. Wright. It's like the planet Arium. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. South Park. You come to the planet Arium. Mm. We said right. You know. You know. I stopped watching that show after like the second season. So any references after that? Well, that's all on you then. I don't that's know what happened. All on you. Maybe it's because I'm so important. That's definitely not it. Who do you think would win in a fight, Perry Saturn or the Sega Saturn? <laughs> when they're both in their heyday? Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they were probably in their heyday around the same time. Around the same like time. Like 96? 95, 96, 97. Saturn was at his, at his yeah. prime. Yeah. Um, he used to wear like a like a cloak too, right? Wasn't that one of his looks where he yeah, would wear like, like a long... Ma- Marilyn Manson kind yeah, of yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, trench coat? Like a trench coat. It was like a dress in a way. And it was like the... Uh, I don't know. It was like the, <laughs> yeah. He looked like a Marilyn Manson kind of deal. He had like the the earring, the loop. Yeah, he had that fucked up eye. You know. <laughs> Do you think you ever played one? What a Sega Saturn. Yeah. You would hope so, right? If it, Perry Saturn playing a Sega Saturn, like that's he'd be like the spokesperson for the Sega Saturn. He was a WCW guy. Yeah. Then right? he went over when uh Chris Benoit the Radicals. Okay. Because I was going to say, Benoit, I, there Eddie, were, D. Malenko, there and Saturn. Were, there were no WCW wrestling games on the Saturn. Oh, yeah. Um, they were probably better off because they sucked on the PlayStation. They were terrible. I, I owned. Um, Except for WCW. Was it Nitro? Versus, was WCW it, versus the World was ver, the only good one. Or versus the World. Yeah. That's the one that I had. Yeah, and then it was Nitro yeah. and Thunder, which Nitro. were terrible. Thunder was was god awful. I thought. Yeah, it was even worse. It, it, somehow they right. they made, they made the game and then like we're gonna make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you thought that one was bad? Well, we're gonna make it like extra. We're bad. gonna make it better. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I mean, Thunder wasn't as good as Nitro. Yeah, kind of, you know, that's so they, like how they it had followed. To, yeah, they had they had to kind of follow. Well, we can't it. make it better than Nitro. Yeah, well, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, the, the sequel would have been like WCW Saturday Saturday morning. Yeah. And it just no, just WCW Saturday night. Like it, it, it would. It would just been two blocks of wood just smashing <laughs> against one another. Yeah. <laughs> it only you can only play as Alex Wright, <laughs> like palette swaps of Alex Wright. Yeah, just in different, just in different just, shorts. Yeah, nice. Whenever, whenever I think of of Perry Saturn, I think of on uh, eighty three weeks how like Eric Bischoff talks about like the mid level cards, this like stooge clown who's like ratting out information you to, of, to Dave Meltzer. You think that's Perry Saturn? I, no, I'm just saying, like, back in that era, yeah. I feel like Perry Saturn would have been that guy. Would have been, like, a, a kind of guy like that that would wanted to be, like, pushed up into the upper echelon. And oh. so he would he yeah. would feed information that might have been oh. false or falsified information or rumor yeah. to Dave rumor Meltzer. Rumor and innuendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he would have – he's, like, the prototype for that mid-level card <laughs> guy that could be – I'm not saying Perry Saturn yeah. ever did that. I'm just saying, like – He's, he's he was on that level, you know, like Lodi, like you know the flock. Well, let's not compare Saturn to Lodi. <laughs> I'm just saying they were no, both I in know. the flock, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for them. Love the flock. <laughs> Lodi, come back. Lodi. <laughs> Lodi rules with a Z. 
Perry Saturn's like a cross between Mr. Clean and the WB Mason guy. Would you say? That's fair. Sort of. <laughs> Although most everybody beats him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where you get all your hot Perry Saturn talk. <laughs> The only podcast. Don't make. Don't let me. Sp- I don't <laughs> want to spill my shinobi. Um, segue from that. Uh, we're going to be talking about Doom today, guys. I think I, we mentioned it last time. Um, it's such an important game. It's. I'm going to just say it uh, as I say off top. Yeah. Off top. <laughs> off the rip. It's. <laughs> Doom is a masterpiece. It's. It is a masterpiece of a game. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a masterpiece. When you play Doom. There's a transcendent experience that you have. Damn, transcendent. I think so. <laughs> I think even today when you play Doom, there's this like giddy feeling that you get when you play the game. I don't know <laughs> if it's the sound, the atmosphere, everything all coalesces together. Damn, you're throwing out these big words. I don't I'm understand. just saying. <laughs> I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> I mean, and certainly like the console ports aren't perfect. They're, they're, yeah. Compared, well, you know, compared well, to the... All like, depends like, on like which one you're playing. The, the, the PC original. <laughs> but it... It's the kind of game that defined a genre. You know, if you think like Super Mario Brothers or you think Virtua Fighter, where these these games... Or Mortal Kombat. No. No. Street Fighter (laughs) 2. Mortal Kombat. What genre did did Mortal Kombat define? What do you you mean? What is Street Fighter? Blood and guts in in a 2D fighter? Yes. Okay. But it wasn't the first. It wasn't the first big game that did that. It was Street Fighter 2, right? All right, I'll I'll, I, give, I I'll give you your Mortal Kombat. I know because you crushed. But me then all you the time. can say like Wolfenstein. Then. N- yeah, but Wolfenstein <laughs> didn't didn't take it to the same level. It's it's, I know what you mean. But there were there were also there were scrolling games before Super Mario Brothers. But Super Mario Brothers was the one yeah. that that hit. You know what I mean? And so Doom is one of those games that that defined a genre. It kind of was the coming out party for for it where things couldn't things couldn't go back after that like once that game hit his own it was it was off to the races you know what i mean so it's such an, an integral and important game so um it's a masterpiece um just a little uh psa for uh all of our all of our listeners again cuz i like to reiterate this so that everybody kind of knows what our podcast is about and what we like to celebrate here on the turbo duo we're not just another video game show we the purpose here we're completely different well i don't want to say we're completely different <laughs> but you know sort of the mo of our podcast is to reach back into our past to not just discuss about all games about the about about you know gaming's history but the games that we played in our gaming past and being able to reach back and actually celebrate those formative years that ignorance that you had when you were a kid not only the games themselves but what was going on at the time in your life? You know, what are the memories that you have while you were playing these games as 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 a kid or maybe as a young adult? To take us back, right? To experience those memories for the first time, you know, again. Um, again. There, you know, I, I've mentioned him before. You know, there's a defunct podcast called Retro Blast, um, and the host was Anthony Norsha. And and the way that he says it is, it's it's sort of like. We just kind of want to go back and wallow in the mud a little bit. You know what I mean? Wallow in the mud. Who says yeah. that, huh? <laughs> he, he, he said it, and it, it's, it's true. That's kind of what we're about here is kind of going back and just enjoying our past and just remembering and, you know, 
wallowing in the mud like a mm-hmm. little like a like a piglet, you know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we tell stories about about growing up. I think this this podcast, if you're between the ages of you know, and you're if you're in your mid twenties to mid forties, I think this is right up your alley because we're going to be talking about the games that you guys all grew up with because we grew up with them too, and that's what we want to celebrate. So that's uh, that's the uh, the turbo duo. Uh, our fathers, our fathers had classic cars. We I have guess. we have classic <laughs> gaming. Cheers. We win. I mean, classic <laughs> gaming's got to be better than classic cars, right? I mean, how much how much can you talk about classic cars? Well. You got the carburetor. <laughs> you got the muffler. You got the manifold. This got fuel injection. <laughs> How many pistons? Yeah, you know the speedometer. <laughs> this one's got a bad, you know, drum brake on the right side. The chassis. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's all there. Trunk space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe for somebody. Um, let's get into show notes. Ooh. Uh, we were talking about Vader last time, and I just had to look this up. So we, we were asking, like, where did Vader go to? So he he went from the AWA. <laughs> listen to this. You're Took gonna, a deep this, dive this on is, Vader. This is acronym city. He went from the AWA to the CWA to the NJPW. Yeah. To New the Japan. IWGP. Yeah, New Japan. To the WCW <clears throat> to WWF to TNA to back to WWF or mm-hmm. WWE at that time. Yeah, he just came in like once. So did a one off. Yeah, actually, I was there when he came back for that one time. Really, was it against Heath Slater, who just got fired? Yeah, he just got fired. Yeah, who else is getting fired? They laid off like <laughs> like fired like thirty people the other day. They don't have enough money coming in from the no. app. Well, they do, but you know, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, I was there in Hartford when when they had Vader come back mm. the one time. I think that was the last time. That was the last time he was in WWE, I believe. That was like 2013. A sad, a sad Vader, like a sad, just washed I up mean, Vader. No, he wasn't washed. He, he still, I mean, he was a little bit heavier though, but he still, he still Damn, heavier mean, than he was before. Yeah, yeah. He had a gut. He had like a bigger gut on him. Jeez. Wow. Okay. But he did his thing. All right. Well, on the topic of Doom, you know, it it started to make me think. We we talked about last time. We talked about the Punisher. We talked about Streets of Rage three. We talked about Turok. And, and kind of like why we love those games so much. And I think it's, it's, I, I may have mentioned this before, but I think it's just the fun is, is in the simplified controls, you know, the great effects show off the hardware, but it's the raw experiences. When you j- get dropped into doom, it's a raw experience. It's you, your gun and hell. Literally. You'll pick it up. You'll pick it up as you go, but that's what this game is about. You're dropped into hell, and you and you need to survive, and it's all about the gameplay. You know, I mean, who really remembers? If you asked uh, like a like a normal person who played Doom back in the day what the story was, what do you think they'd say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys shoot, just you, kill, you kill everything, him. and get right. find find the key and get get out. It had nothing to do with the story. Nobody no. nobody cared. It was just survive. It was what's the next enemy? What's the next room I got to get to? I'm gonna get the next gun. The new you know, gun. You didn't need a manual. You didn't need a tutorial. The game teaches you as you go, and you get better. So, I mean, and and you think about, like, Doom and Doom 64. W- w- the 64 launched, and you got Turok and Doom, like, back-to-back. Back-to-back. Those games came out pretty much back-to-back. Think about that. First-person glory right there between those two games for the 64. 
you were doing pretty well in like January, February <laughs> of real well of ninety seven. Um, blockbuster rentals all day. That you did? No, well, Turok, yeah, but not not Doom sixty four. No, no. Let's get into some modern retro, otherwise known as our "It's still real to me, damn it" moment. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> So amidst all the corona panic, Trenton, we Ooh. we forgot that the Chiefs the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. In what quarterback club? No. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year. Did you know that? Okay. All right. Well <laughs> So it got That was me. like two months before, but I, okay. Well, no, I mean, the coronavirus had started already kind of like, <clears throat> it was, you know, January was like, you know, we saw it in China and then it yeah. was starting. To, but anyways, my point is, is that it made me think of, of NFL 95. Do you remember the commercial for this, for Sega Genesis for NFL 95? The designers of Sega's all new NFL 95 wanted you to know what it feels like in a real NFL game. So they gave it the real teams, the real players, and a brand new feature that lets you see 65 yards downfield, just like in real life. Go deep, go! Oh my God! I'm sorry, Mr. Montana. There's even a new trading feature. I just bought a house. Uh, no. You don't remember where Joe's on the? He's on the Chiefs, and he's like, he hears this voice, and it's this massively obese guy saying go Joe go and he's like oh my god and then he just gets sacked <laughs> no I don't <laughs> you don't remember that no oh you, okay we'll embed it we'll embed it in here but you have to see that um something uh in modern retro here is I bought Sal my little guy for his birthday he's turning six tomorrow Ooh. oh wow. dude that was awesome what the heck, man? Did you hear me playing Lil Wayne Fireman? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Fireman. Fireman. Is that awesome? Like, can I tell you something? What? It was like, it's like you're in the Royal Rumble, but you're outside. Exactly like the Royal Rumble. Everyone's going over the top rope. Six. From Lucas. Lucas. Sal. That's about the most special thing anybody's Whoa, ever done for anybody. I bought him a 3DS. Ooh, moving up in the world. Yep. I um, There was a bunch of sales on the, the what is it, the eShop? Yeah. I got him pretty much every Sega 3D classic. So I'm going to be burning his eyes of out. Of course. Well, he's got, I mean, he's got to have Streets of Rage. So I got both of the Streets of Rages. Right, because he doesn't have like eight different versions of it already. <laughs> Listen, Streets of Rage, you can have a million versions. It's not enough. You need to own it on your toaster, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Any device that you have needs to have a, a, a version of Streets of Rage. For real. Play it with your tongue. <laughs> oh my god. Um he he uh he finally beat his first level in Super Mario Brothers. Super wait, with Super Mario Brothers. For NES. Oh, like oh Mario One. We were playing the other day and he beat his very he beat the first level. I was nice. like I was like, Alright, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope for you. It's about time. Yeah. It was it was kind of like it kind of hit me. I was like, man, because he he said he was he looked at me afterwards and he said, he said, Dad, I'm never gonna be as good as you as you at this game. <laughs> and I was like, I had to like build him up. I was you know I I told him I was like, listen, when I had this game when I was a kid, 
I had three games. That's all I had was three games. He said, you only had three games? He's like, we got three games last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to explain to him, like, listen, it wasn't like now where we have all these games. It was, you know, it was kind of like the form, you know, the the early days. And uh, I said, listen, we are going to practice and you are going to get very, very good. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was, yeah, he was blown away by the three games thing. But I was like, don't you worry, we're going to practice. And now he's like, Daddy, I want to play Super Mario Brothers. I want to play Super Mario. I mean, that's like that's like a christening, yeah. you know. That's the first game I played, pretty much. He's gonna he's gonna need that's like your like your awakening in gaming. So you know we'll we'll try to coach him there. He'll enjoy his 3ds. I got Kirby with it, so that'll be a nice little um, you know introduction for him too. Kirby 3D Land or something. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> yeah, Kirby. Kirby goes to the moon. <laughs> yeah. You know, he floated too high. Yeah. and ended up on the moon. Um, let's do our uh, segment of our system launch tournament. What do you say, Trent? You want to? You want to? Bracket Buster. You want to knock some systems out? <laughs> so we are in the uh, we're in the quarterfinals. Oh, already. We're in the quarterfinals. Seven months later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, so. The final bracket as we see it now. Now it's real. PlayStation versus the Dreamcast. Genesis versus the Nintendo 64. On the other side, we've got the NES versus the Saturn. And Super Nintendo versus the Atari 7800. So today we're going to be doing the Dreamcast versus the PlayStation. And the Super Nintendo versus the Atari 7800. Let's start. Solid. Let's start on the left side of the bracket. You think it's solid? Solid. Solid. Real hard. What's hard about it? Just metaphorically. Like it's hard. I would think so. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like the energy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> let's get ourselves primed into the into the thoughts, into the mode. Like not sexually, but No, but oh, let's get okay. let's transport <laughs> ourselves. So Transcendent. So here are the launch libraries. Here's the launch library for the PlayStation. Battle Arena Toshinden. Solid. Which I call it Toshinden. Some people say Toshinden. Battle Arena Toshinden. Toshinden. Yeah. Yeah. To- Toshinden. Oh, some people. Toshinden. Toshinden. I don't know. I like Toshinden. Whatever. Uh, ESPN Extreme Games. Ugh. Kalik the DNA Imperative. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Power Serve Tennis. The Raiden Project. Or Raiden. Or Raiden. How do you say it? Raiden. No, 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 no. you got to use the voice. Raiden. There you go. Ridge Racer. Rayman. It's all our games. <laughs> Street Fighter the movie. Whoa. And Total Eclipse Of the Heart Turbo. Turbo. <laughs> which I think is a port of a 3D, 3D game. Yeah. On the Dreamcast side, we've got Arrow Wings... Air Force Delta, Blue Stinger, Flag to Flag. They sound like Atari games. <laughs> Boxing, just baseball, baseball football, <laughs> stampede, bowling, and blocks. <laughs> All heavy hitters. <laughs> Hangman. Yeah. Frogs and flies. <laughs> Indy 500. Um, all right. I know too many Atari games. <laughs> 
Well, all you got to say is anything, and it's probably a game they had back then. Book. Painting. Circus. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Circus one of them? Yeah, Isn't that so. a game? I think so. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> all right. Uh, expendable. House of the Dead. Wait, what the fuck two. is Expendable? Expendable is a, I believe it's a, um, it's a run and gun game. It's two player run and gun, almost like one for the PlayStation One. Hmm. All right. I think it came out for the PS One as well. Hmm. Expendable. Oh uh, yeah, that's one I never heard of. Hmm. Actually, it's right up your alley. It's, oh. one, it's one that you would like. Toy. Yeah. Uh, Hydro Thunder, Monaco Grand Prix, Mortal Kombat Gold. Gold. NFL Two K. NFL Blitz 2000. Your favorite, Pen Pen Trill Salon. <laughs> trill Salon? <laughs> you gotta keep it Trill Salon. Power Stone. Ready to Rumble Boxing? Sonic. It doesn't stop. Sonic know, Adventure? There's almost too many. Soul Calibur? That, ne- no, never too many launch games. TNN Hardcore right, we're Heat. We're done. It's, yeah, you, said, you, said, you said Soul Calibur is over. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, all right. Let's so let's 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 uh, diagram this a little bit. So our our diaphragm. Nope, neither one of those. <laughs> <laughs> those are both wrong. <laughs> None of them have to do with this. One of them deals with sex. <laughs> one of them has nothing to do with it. <laughs> um. All right. So Toshinden sucks. It's fucking horrible. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I, it was flashy in its time. Yeah, but that's why I liked it. I think it's got no irreverence amongst the the PlayStation <clears throat> library. No. Um, it's it's trash. ESPN Extreme Games. I've I've already used an expletive on that game. It's rough. Before, um, Kalik, the DNA imperative. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Now that is a solid. Game. But it, I mean, NBA Jam came before that. Yeah, you know? I mean, I also had. It's just conversions on yeah. Super Nintendo <laughs> and Genesis and 32x. I, mean, I, I get why it came out. Power Serve Tennis. Who could forget? Right. <laughs> the Riding Project. You know, that's that's a eight bit <clears throat> game basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, we talked about this with the with the Jaguar. Yeah. Do you know that they have Jaguar conventions called Jagfest? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk remember, about this? I mentioned it. I said there's people that still like Jagfest. People who get hard ons about about the Jaguar. Yeah, they have them the same day as the uh, the My Little Pony conventions. The Bronies. Yeah, they're all this. They they commingle. Do they cross swords? Because they're jaguars and ponies. You know. Is that ja- like the Japon- same? They're Japonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack. There's there's crazier things that exist. There's crazier things I, that exist. I, I have a Jaguar story we can tell later on. <laughs> During, some other time when we do something with, I don't know, we'll end up probably end up doing something with a Jaguar or something. I don't want to do anything <laughs> with a Jaguar except, except light it on fire. <laughs> All right, so what are we what? at? The tell me, project? guys, tell me, what <laughs> is the fascination with the Atari Jaguar? What is its redeeming quality? It's cool, man. I want to know. <laughs> tell me. Write it in the comments. <laughs> we don't get any comments. <laughs> tell me, what is the big deal about the Jaguar? There's no deal. No deal. No right, deal. So Power Serve Tennis, Raiden. <laughs> Where were we? So Ridge Racer. Well. Ridge Racer is. Can't fuck with that. No. Ridge Racer is a, is a uh, more than solid title. That is a that is a banger right there. Rayman, awesome game. Tough, but really awesome. It's it's a platformer, right? There's been platformers before Which is that. on the Jaguar. 
in the 3DO. That's not true. Is it on the 3DO? I uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Mm. So that's that's a good game. Street Fighter the movie. It's not Street Fighter. That's the no, only problem. No. I mean, it's got the same move set, but it's just you know, they got the the Mortal Kombat characters to do Street Fighter stuff. And then Total Eclipse is like a flight game. I mean, when you think about it, the PlayStation really didn't have a It didn't have a great launch. It was like Well, that, so Toshinden everybody got Toshinden. But here's the I thing, remember. they com- they were comparing Toshinden to Virtua Fighter and the funny thing now is that if you try to play both of those games, it's not it's not even a contest. <laughs> it's not even it's not but even it, close. You know, we're talking about in, you know, 1995. I remember yeah, cuz like everyone was like, "Yo, Battle Arena Toshinden Battle Arena is dude, just cuz it was like right, 3D the first kind of like 3D mapped, fighting games people were playing." Yeah, but now you know. Now you go back to it. I mean, I, <clears throat> I have two versions of Toshin Den on on Saturn, and they're like, if I was going trash, to, I got a PlayStation maybe a little bit longer. If I was going to get a PlayStation, I don't even know what game I would pick. There's like Ridge Racer. It, it's not even like I mean, you know, there's only it's not like a it's not worth sixty bucks. I mean, it's like you're playing like a couple courses and like yeah. Okay, well, wait a minute though. Would you say that Daytona I know. USA is worth it? In 1995. <laughs> in 1995. I don't know. If when I it's if not, I'm 15 it, and or 11 and trying to spend okay, sixty dollars, okay. But what are you evaluating game, it? How are you evaluating it? On what I'm gonna get out of it. And you're gonna get quite a lot of it because you're. Gonna, I, I mean, I you're guess. gonna race those damn tracks every day you get home from school. <laughs> but I just you're gonna go to you're gonna go to school. You're gonna be thinking about. The I game. wouldn't. I wouldn't drop sixty dollars on Ridge Racer. When I was eleven, if I'm dropping three hundred on a PlayStation and I got would you pick drop a game, would you drop sixty dollars on, on, on Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Oh, Sonic, yeah. Okay, well, but that's you could beat that game in an afternoon. Yeah, but you, it's it's a better experience than I think Ridge Racer okay. is. Okay, all right. I'm just saying there's not – I don't know if there was even one game on there that I would be like, this is the reason I'm getting a PlayStation, <laughs> right? I mean – It'd have to be Toshin Den back then. Have to be. And it's not even a great game. No. I mean, back then people thought it was, but – Yeah, the ESPN game? No, it's horrible. <laughs> Because I had a, everyone had the the demo disc and it had like a bunch of games on it. All right, so take all right, so take take Soul Calibur out of it. If if Soul Calibur wasn't on this list, I guess there's it, doesn't a, oh, there's, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of games on here that would probably be Power Stone. Oh, Power Stone would <laughs> would clear the board. Ready to Rumble is did that come out? Yeah, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble was amazing, dude. Ryan Ryan Susi got a Dreamcast. And he had Ready to Rumble and Soul Calibur. That was, those and two we literally played those like every day, nonstop. I mean, just those two games alone. The, um, the uh, uh, what do you call it? The morphing effects on the skin of the characters in Ready to Rumble when they would like, they'd be, yeah. like, they'd be like bouncing ready to go. And you'd see like their skin stretch. It was like a whole another level. Yeah, and just Soul Calibur was, was what? Battle Arena Toshin didn't want it to be another masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, another masterpiece. And then you got Hydro Thunder, like all the arcade games. Like Blit- Hydro Thunder is banging. Blitz. Is there is there one other game that would beat the whole list for PSX? Uh, House of the Dead Two. I mean that's it's. I mean it's still a short game, but I probably NFL Two K. Oh, I would. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm more of a blitz. I'm more of a blitz guy. Me you know? too. Me too. But I'm just saying, like, NFL 2K was on the level of of Madden. It was actually, yeah. People almost thought of it as a step above, right? You know? So. And then, what else is is there any? Mortal Kombat Gold. Um, 
Blue Stinger is a is a survival horror game. Really good survival horror game. Uh, Air Force Delta and Arrow Wings, those are flight I've games. I've actually never played the Mortal Kombat Gold, but if it plays just... it's Is it Mortal Kombat 4? 4, right? yep. I mean, I like Mortal Kombat 4. I don't care. Well, Even the 3D. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... You would be the authority on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, know. I haven't played Mortal Kombat Gold, but I'm assuming it plays the same as like the Mortal is like the 64 Mortal Kombat. I just remember I would I would go over Pat Musen's house and he had it for his PC, but his PC wasn't powerful enough, so he had to play it in a window that was like this big. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Four. I remember he oh, got Mortal geez. Mortal Kombat Four on the 4 PC. On the PC in Do like have 97 or 98. Yeah, whenever that game came out. Yeah. I just remember he was playing it in a box this big. <laughs> I mean, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Bring the resolution all the way down. Close all the windows. <laughs> turn the sound off. You might as well just play Mortal Kombat 1 on Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's the point? Uninstall Solitaire and Paint, <laughs> and then you can fit the game on there. <laughs> now I've got enough memory. <laughs> Run it in DOS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So I think it's safe to say. Yeah. It's, it's, not, even a, it's not even close. No. No. So Dreamcast moves on, and it will face the winner of the Genesis and the Nintendo 64. On the other side, we've got this. The uh, as what, what do you call that? Oh, that's an SNES. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, with I zigged it. when you thought I was. Gonna I, I know. I was giving you that opportunity. <laughs> I opened it up for you. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the Super Nintendo with Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, and F Zero. On the other side, we've got the Atari 7800 with Asteroids, Centipede, Desert Falcon, Dig Dug, Food Fight, Galaga, Joust, Miss Pac-Man, Pole Position 2, Robotron 2084, and Xevious. I'm just going to say it right off the top. When are we not going to give Atari 7800 a pass for all this stuff? Like, At what point in this tournament do we say, okay, that's enough? Like... <laughs> This is the eighth version. Here, here's the thing: we can't give the Atari 7800 the crown of the best launch ever. That, that would, would render our, our credibility. These games came out ten nil. years ago. Yeah. So in in a in a contest against the Master System, I can see it. You know, in the first in the first uh, you know contest, holding some weight. But at some point, when you look at this and you compare it to you know these these heavier hitter systems on the launches. When is the next you know shoe drop with these? And I, maybe I'm being unfair to the 7800, but I'm sorry this <laughs> this system can't win the best launch. Yeah, I remember those games on the 2600. <laughs> right now they have three more colors. <laughs> it's literally every game that's been out like for years. Well, so all right, so let's let me ask you this: Why did we give Atari 7800 the win over the Master System then? With the same, uh, cause I don't remember what the master. Oh, the master system is because they, because <laughs> those games were terrible too. <laughs> I mean, not terrible, but there was like, what did we say? Uh, the influence that it had, right, it, to gaming, or right, whatever. Well, gameplay is number one, right. That's the that's the king. <clears throat> but I mean, you look at the master system launch; it's not much. You you got right Safari Hunt, <laughs> right. Hang on, hang on's fine. Yep. Like Choplifter, like they're all just kind of standard, right? Games, right? Fantasy Zone, yeah. So Com then, I mean, and then you compare like the the seventy eight hundred had those style of games, but then they just had more. 
and there was and better, ones that and, are better and better versions. and better games. Yeah, and and Galaga the seventy eight hundred is you know that's the first real like version of Galaga. There was one on, <laughs> but, but this is the quarterfinals. Yeah, now <laughs> right, right, that's what I mean. Like, at what point do we say okay, we're, we're we've given the Atari. This it's is the du- point. It's, it's due. <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, so. And you look on the other side, you've got Pilot Wings, F-Zero, and Super Mario World. For the most part, three bangers right there, you know? Mm. I mean, F-Zero is a game you could play all through the library, like all through the, the lifetime of that Super Nintendo. Kind of like, well, that's, you know, the head, that's, you know it, that's like game. the game that had the, you know, the, the Mode 7 kind of it showed Style. off. It showed yeah. off Mode Seven. It was the it was the game to show off the Super Nintendo. It actually yeah. was at I think it was at the the Super Famicom launch in Japan. So you know, and I, and I've heard guys talk about when they saw this game for the first time, you know, either in an import store or you know, in a magazine or when they saw it in motion, and they were like, "This is the next level." Like I can't yeah. go, I can't go back after this, you know, and. And it's funny because F Zero really doesn't have like a whole lot of like games that people go back to. You got F Zero X on the sixty four, but that's pretty much it. GX is a is a good game, but it's punishingly hard. Oh, the GameCube one. Yeah, you know, so there's not a whole game, a lot of games in the series. They haven't even revisited it since two thousand one. And there's one on the Advance. I don't know if it's like this. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what it's F Zero GP or right. something like that. Right, or, right. You know, but Super Mario World. You know. Super Mario World is not Super Mario, and it's not Super Mario Three, but it's still a fantastic game, and it still brings enough to the table that I think it kind of wipes out a lot of these games here. It took well, I mean, you know, it kind of took some of the the Super Mario Three style, and like that's why I don't give it as much credit. No, I know, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. It it took like that whole kind of even the early screenshots this, from Super Mario World were like. Basically, Super Mario Three. They had to. But I mean, but the game's amazing, though. It you is. Know? It is. It's it, game again in terms of gameplay. You could you could always put games. that game in and just play anytime. For hours, you know, where I was talking about video game comfort food. That's Super Mario World. Yeah. You just play that game and you're happy instantly. Yep. You know, a lot like Doom. So, I don't know. I I don't without going too deep into this whole thing and being here for five hours, <laughs> I just don't see a scenario where I can give, give much more to the Atari 7800. Asteroids is a, was, is a good game. It's a 20, 2600 game. Centipede. Centipede is a good game. It's a 2600 game. Desert Falcon. <laughs> Dig Dug is, is a good game. It's a 2600 game. Food Fight. Okay. Galaga is a, is a banger. Joust. Good game. Came out on 2600. <laughs> Miss Pac-Man came out in the 2600. Well, I mean, that's better. Let's let's not let's not say Pac-Man on the 2600 is worth. No, Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. On the 2600 though. Yeah, yeah. They they fixed the issues. No, with Pac-Man I, yeah, I know, but I mean, it's although that might it's like the later. same. It's still the same. Like, yeah, it's just it's Pac-Man again. But the, you know, the the real ones that stand out for me are Galaga, Pole Position Two, Xevious, and uh, and Robotron. Those are the ones that kind of stand out for me. But I but, don't. I don't think that they can clear the hurdle of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, because they're all just kind of, except for. I mean, they're all just all kind of like one screen games. You yeah. Know, it's. Just, and 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 when we talk about like within the within the library of their of their system, like how are they thought of? 
the Atari doesn't have any games, so any game that's good <laughs> is going to be a game that's not well. Super Nintendo's got a thousand games, yeah. and and these three games are still brought up as ones you you have to play. Yeah, and so that means a lot, you know, the, on the fact that they're good games, and you know, did they did they you know push gaming forward? Well, I don't know about that, but they're great, and they're and, and they're they're you know top ten games in their in their library at least. F Zero and Super Mario World are. It's weird. It's like N- Nintendo was just like, all right, we're just gonna put out our <laughs> system, and we're the launch is just gonna have only our games. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they they were trying to get like Sim City there, which they were pretty much remaking. Yeah. You know, um, uh, what was the other one? Um, not Salamander. Sim Ant. <laughs> I rented Cement. I had no idea what was what I was doing. I played it for ten minutes and I turned it off. It was it was like the biggest waste of, of of rental money that I had. I just kept going in and out of the like in and out of the the ant hill. I had no uh, idea what was happening. Uh, Good times. All right. Good so times. the uh, so the, the Super SNES moves on. SNES moves on. So it will face the winner of the Saturn and the Nintendo Entertainment System. So. Dicey propositions. <laughs> dicey propositions. Very dicey. We've got, uh, we've got, th- so we're ending up with three Sega systems versus three Nintendo systems. Oh, look at that, huh? It's funny how things work out. It's a funny thing. All right. Thanks for dealing with us, guys. On that, what do you say? We talk about some Doom. Just a little bit. So, who are the principal actors, Trent, in Doom? I know you, I got to take you back a little bit. We oh, gotta, let's bring them back. I got to tell you a story. So, there's some uh, some, uh, some, uh, some important characters. So, Scott Miller. Ah, uh, good old Scott. Scotty, as he was known. Scotty Burrell. Was uh, the uh, chairman, the president, the CEO, whatever you want to call him, of uh, Apogee. Oh, oh, man. They made all those, like, IBM games, didn't they? So, they were a publisher of... Uh, shareware style games. Oh God, those are like the Christmas tree store specials. Do you remember? Do you ever? <laughs> I used to always grab those like discs at the Christmas tree store. Christmas tree shops. Yeah, they uh, had them like on this like little this rack, and there was just was there tons of like. How much did they go for? Were they, they were like five bucks or whatever? Because they had a bunch of games in them. Yeah, or there was just like the they were just like that the flop the flop you know the three and a half inch disc yep, ones yeah. Yep. Cause I remember, I, like, I would always, I'd try to get my mom to get one. So if it was like, it wasn't, we, we wouldn't be more than five bucks. She would be spending on we something used, like we that. We used to go to get this at Stop and Shop. They used to sell I, IBM PC compatible games, like, like for the Tandy that we, that, oh, we really? that we would play. Yeah, we got. Yeah, like, I mean, we, a lot we, of those games were like only a couple bucks. They were like just in like a paper, like a paper. Yeah, we thing. got like the Bugs Bunny game. You go through the mazes and the hairy monsters trying to get you. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> those things—they're just like the AOL discs. They were just like couldn't get rid of them fast enough. No. So did you end up buying some? <laughs> yeah, I had one. I had a Prince of Destiny. Here's that's I remember. Prince of Persia? No, no, no. Oh. no. <laughs> it was like a no-name game. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of them were. And I think I had the Duke Nukem, the sides like the the side-scrolling. Oh, one. did you really? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's supposed to be a pretty good game. Yeah, it's all right. We played it at uh, I think Retro Game Con. That's or right. I was I was playing. You were it. playing it. I mean, it looks sharp. I hope I hope we can go. Hopefully, uh, it, it, we we'll, get back to normal. <laughs> we, yeah, it'll it'll open up. So you had Scott Miller from Apogee, and then you had John Carmack and John Romero, who were at a company called Soft Disk. Pause. So Soft Disk was a 
was a producer of these shareware games. And the way that it worked was you'd have uh, you know uh, these subscription services where people would, would join a subscription service, almost like a, like a Gamefly. But what would happen is, is they'd get like a magazine and they would get a disc yeah. in the mail. And this, the disc would have a bunch of shareware games on it. So you'd get, like, the first episode of a Yeah, game. You, usually they'd put, like, a couple levels of, like, A couple levels or, or, yeah. or a full episode, which sometimes could be more. And and it would essentially open you up to the game, like, almost like, a de- like an enhanced yeah, demo, demo disc. disc yeah. like, but an enhanced one where it had the first third of the game. And then if you really liked it, you could send away and purchase the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a neat idea if you think about it, you yeah. know? You can kind of you can kind of play these games and get a, you know a feel for them. I mean, back before we were all connected to the internet and able to download demos, you know that was a that was a, a nice way to kind of try a bunch of different software, which you, where you didn't have to make a full commitment to it. Yeah. But they were just pumping out games. I mean, they were just every two months they were coming out with something new. Yeah, that was a that was like past our prime really because none of it. I mean, my computer barely had an was powerful enough to play like a shareware game oh yeah no, I, mine couldn't even do that <laughs> i mean the tandy 1000 was like an ega monitor <laughs> you know had like teal and and magenta oh like i remember, <laughs> I, remember I got a computer for like christmas and it was one of those big ass fucking things and then the monitor was it was only it was it was black and orange those are the colors oh my god yeah like a, like a, just like a dumb terminal terminal <laughs> yeah jeez could it display graphics yeah i think i had like i think i feel i can't remember i had like one game on it or hardball <laughs> no it was you know like like where in the world is carmen san diego or like oregon trail or something like that we had a uh, version of ABC's Monday Night Football. Excuse me, sir. May I please have your security password? Oh, God. But the voices were... So, it was like, ABC presents Monday Night Football. <laughs> and then we had to enter this key to get into the game. And we we, we lost the paper that oh, had like the key the on it. Oh, like the serial number or yeah, whatever? Yeah, so you just have to guess. <laughs> and like nine times out of ten, you wouldn't get it. But then at one time, you'd get it right. And they'd let you play. Oh god! And funny enough, ABC's Monday Night Football is the precursor to Madden. Oh really? Yeah, because the 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 team that made it—I don't know if it was uh, pa- uh, Park Place Productions—they made that game, and then they were were tasked to make the the Madden games on uh, on Sega. Mm-hmm. Interesting, huh? So Scott, who worked at this other company, right, uh, who made games, but they also published games. He was writing fan letters to John Romero because he had seen the work that these guys had done over at Softdisk. And he was writing fan letters to them. And what he was doing was at the end of his fan letter, which wasn't really a fan letter, it was just trying to get a message to these guys because he knew that what, was, what would happen is, is they would, he would send a letter to them and then it would get opened up at the front desk. And if it was like, hey, I want you guys to work for me, it would go right in the trash bin. Yeah. So he'd write these he'd write these letters as if he was a fan and then slip a little note in and put like <laughs> and put like different names and at the end he would say please contact me at, for a good at, time yeah <laughs> for a good time write to me a letter here and he would put his address in yeah and maybe a phone number and so John Romero thought they were just he would he thought they were just fan letters so he would he would pin them up. And then he was reading a like an industry magazine, and he was looking at a review for a game called Commander of Kraz. And uh, he noticed that the address for the company that made Commander of Kraz was the same address as the fan letters. So he was a stalker. So he so he was like <laughs> he like picked it up. He was like, ah, I see what's going on here. 
So um, he kind of got keen to it and, and, and you know, made the connection back out. But uh, one one shareware game before I move on that I wanted to mention was Hocus Pocus. Do you remember Hocus Pocus? I remember the movie. So Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. is a shareware game that I played over at Jason for Bricky's house. Remember I was talking about the Compact Presario? It was on that that disc of like 99 games. Oh yeah. And it's a side scrolling it's a side scrolling platformer where you're just shooting out these little projectiles. Nothing to do with the movie though. No. No. <laughs> but you're like you're like a you're like a like a sorcerer or something like that. But some fun stuff in there. I mean, I don't know. Those games some were like real neat games. They were like a, they were like captured in time. Um, Wolfenstein Wolfenstein was a shareware game like Wolfenstein 3D the um, there were two games that uh, John Carmack had produced Hover Tank 3D you guys can check this out on YouTube Hover Tank 3D and Catacomb 3D which were the precursors for uh, for Wolfenstein which itself was a precursor for Doom so they got connected with with Scott um, and they basically made a deal and they were going to leave Softdisk to form Id, id software. No, we breaking off. Right. Um, their 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 former name was Ideas from the Deep. Ideas from the Deep. Id. Mm, I got it. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. And so they had they had shown to Scott their first idea for a game called Commander Keen. And he saw the idea and he gave him two thousand bucks. He said, "Here's here's two thousand bucks. Start your own company." As long as you is as long as you will bring on Apogee as the publisher of these games, that I will publish them, I will distribute them, and then I will share royalties with you. Uh, funny little sidebar about Commander Keen. Commander Keen comes from uh, their work on a version of Super Mario Brothers three that they had created for the PC. They went to Nintendo. And you guys can see this on, on, on YouTube. There's actually footage, game footage. They actually recreated parts of Super Mario Bros. 3 just to be able to show show it off to Nintendo to see if Nintendo would allow them to to, to port it. Oh, uh, just to try to prove it that to, they could do it? Well, to try to port the game to PC yeah. and say, hey, Nintendo, you know, do you want to work together? We can port this game for you. Nintendo shot it right down. They're like, no, we want all of the money. They, they were like, no, <laughs> we, we want to keep it exclusive to our platform. But what was born out of that was Commander Keen. They basically used the same work that they were, they had done. with Just Super reskinned Mario. it, kind of. They kind of reskinned it a little bit and, and advanced it, and they made Commander Keen, which is a side-scrolling platformer sort of exploration game. But the big deal with Commander Keen is that this game had smooth scrolling left to right. Where smooth. Computers at the time were not really good at doing smooth scrolling. And so they were one of the first games that actually did it very well, where the where the, the screen would pan without being kind of like jerky. Yeah. Like you remember Duke Nukem when you were playing it. And, yeah. and the way the, 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 the level kind of loads in as you're Yeah, it's like when you get close moving, to the edge, it kind of... Like it's a, you know, it's, 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 it's a little too jerky, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little jerky. It, it, well, the way it comes in. So, uh, John Carmack was the main programmer of uh, of Doom. John Romero was the designer. Adrian Carmack, no relation to John Carmack, did the graphics. And uh, they said, okay, let's do this. So they, they went off. They, um, they created Wolfenstein 3D, and then they uh, got to work on, on Doom. The one thing I can say about Doom from... From its graphics to its sound to its music, its visceral combat, its atmosphere—I mean, you're literally dropped in, into hell. Um, 
it's amazing. The weapons themselves are characters. I mean, remember the first time you you, you picked up the shotgun? Yeah. That just I mean, you could do that a hundred times and it wouldn't it wouldn't get old. And then like the what's the, like the what is it, like the, the not the the Gatling gun or the one the one that spins it's like the rail gun. Yeah. The rail gun. I think it's called the rail gun. We just like mowing like chain gun, rail gun. But you know, going back to what I was talking about with the game the the game story being so simple and the gameplay being so simple, it kind of elevates everything else around it. So like the the weapons become their own characters in a way, you know the the shotgun. Everybody knows the shotgun from from Doom. Everybody knows the BFG nine thousand. Yeah, you know th- these the big these weapons. Gun. These weapons have character, you know. Am I wrong about that? No, okay. you're 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 right on. Gotta wet my whistle a little bit. Pause. Um, and John Carmack said the same himself. He said, that, you know, a good game doesn't need a big story. <clears throat> it just needs to have great gameplay to be fun. And uh, and I agree. Uh, and because that's what resonates on our channel, Trenton, is, is good gameplay. Story is great, but if the gameplay sucks, it doesn't matter. That is correct. In fact, if the gameplay is good enough, you don't even need a story. I know. I was just going to say that. It doesn't work both ways. No. Gaming is about picking up a controller and being almost immediately immersed into the game. Um, it should it should grab you from the beginning. If a game can't grab you in the first, like, five minutes... Yeah, I'm out. You, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you can't prove to me within, within five minutes that I should be playing you, then... And, and I'm not talking about like a strategy game yeah, or an RPG. Say like RPG yeah, I'm talking about an action game. If if there's something off with that gameplay, it's over. I'm on. I'm on to the next thing. Um, there were some strong movie influences uh, to the game. Uh, they basically took Aliens, Evil Dead Two, and Dungeons and Dragons and kind of mashed them all together. They were sort of the inspiration to the kind of the tone of the game. You know, you can see that with, I mean, obviously Alien, you know, this yeah. these hellish creatures that you're all alone by yourself. It's kind of like the whole premise of, of the movie Alien. Um, you know, but there's some there's some funky designs too, like in, like in Evil Dead and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I'm not really sure of the reference there, but... It's talking about like the board game Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe just the yeah. characters? Maybe just, I don't know, like the, the enemies? Could be some, maybe some of the enemies. I mean, there's no dragons or anything, but there's there's an occult sort of tone throughout the game. I don't know. I never. I don't really know much about Dungeons and Dragons. There's like the skull keys, and you know, you see you, you see like the big, you know, uh, almost like gothic doors that you have to go through sometimes. Kind of so like maze, maze like kind of. Maybe the ma- maybe the maze like nature. Like searching of it. for the end. Or yeah, it could be. Yeah. The uh, the Doom name, Trent. You know where the Doom name comes from? No, but I believe you're gonna tell us. So there's a scene in the movie, The Color of Money. Oh, you want to cause a scene? The Color of Money with Tom Cruise. Oh. You know this movie? Yeah, the Bury Your Dead song. What? Color of Money, Bury Your Dead. Oh, oh, yeah, Bury Your Dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the actual movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, The Color of Money. So uh, Tom Cruise, he's in this pool hall, and right before he demolishes this guy in a game of nine ball. Uh, the, the guy comes up to him and he's and he's like, "What you got in that?" And it was basically like a pool, like a, a pool cue case. Yeah. And he goes, "What you got in that?" And they're you know they're gambling, and he said, "Doom." 
What you got in there? In here? Doom. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I just picture him like saying it Doom. like that. He goes, "We're gonna have a lot of fun." <laughs> That was uh, that was Tommy Cruise in uh, in the color of money. And, Tommy and, Cruise, huh? And uh, oh, that's my way. Uh, <laughs> and John Carmack said said that's you know he viewed the game this as the same way as like Doom is being brought on the player, and so that was he's like this, this is perfect. Bring the ruckus. Yeah, this, this is perfect. Um, Doom was a shareware game. Did you know that? I did not know that. Doom was a shareware game. So the in the first year and a half of its life, it was a shareware game, and then in 1995. There was a retail version that was released, but forty nine ninety five. But initially, you had to send away for it. There was the first episode that you would get, and then you could send away like to the get first level, the first like couple levels, nine or eight levels. Yeah, I wonder what they charged to for, get like shareware would be, you know you could basically steal like the it. full like no like the full game after. Oh, I don't know. That's a good that's a good question. What they what they charge for games? I imagine it was probably similar. What thirty nine ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine. I wonder, did you don't know? Did they give you just give you the full game, or was it literally just the levels after like the shareware version? Shoot, I don't even know. That's a good question. If you would be able to have, I mean, it doesn't really matter since you already got them, right? No, I know, but it'd just be kind of weird. Like you, you, you play like the levels, and then you put an, like what a, happens? A new if you, one what in. happens if you get rid of the shareware version and then you want to play it? Because does it like? I'm trying to like. Do you just like? How does it know like all your? I don't know about the drivers, man. <laughs> don't ask me about PC shit. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if you're whatever, say the it, the game had the first three levels, and you start right. you start the game, you get the, the next version. It it does it continue where you have all your guns and your your inventory? From... I think you're thinking a little too deep on this. <laughs> but does that make sense though? Yeah, I know what you mean, but I think it just it just like it clicks in. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you got the box of the shareware version. <laughs> And then you got the Yo, picture, picture this, picture this. You just gotta, you just gotta click them together, <laughs> and then wherever you were is not gonna get affected by so the you rest. You click of the them game. together. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's like a, like a cube. You yeah, know, you, yeah, gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta join them at the, at the hip. Yeah. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Still just as puzzled as it was before. Maybe even more now. <laughs> uh. Doom popularized the deathmatch term. Deathmatch comes from Doom. The term deathmatch comes from Doom. But did it? No, was was that Doom? That Doom wasn't like. No, it it came out before the internet, right? What do you mean the internet? Doom. Internet's been around since the sixties, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jackass. Doom was the was one of the first games that really took you could connect. Took the uh, internet connection. No, I, you know, yeah, I don't. The, the hosting and and you know playing, that was before my time, right? <laughs> p- playing games against somebody else in a whole other area. Yeah, that was Doom was the first. That was like twenty eight. Really big game to that do. Was like twenty eight point eight k modems. Probably fourteen point four. That was even like before fifty six k. Yeah. Um, and and John Romero said that <clears throat> he got the idea to do the death match from playing games like Street Fighter Two and Fatal Fury. That it was like okay, well. You have this one-on-one nature. Like, why, how do I why, take can't, why can't we do that in this? Doom? Well, let's let's have this this death match where it's one Doom guy versus another Doom guy, and they're just in they're in one of the levels, running around in the levels, and they got to shoot each other. Hmm. 
and now that's like the biggest thing of I mean Call of Duty and <clears throat> all these yeah. games. I mean that's that's the whole point, you know. It's one big boner jam. Although I like the idea of it being like just a limited number of guys on the screen, where it's not like ten, so you, ten on ten. So you just want a few guys, not a lot. <laughs> I mean, just one or two. You don't need a whole lot of guys, you know. <laughs> To have fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like once you get more than like three guys on the screen, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I mean, you, you don't know who to aim at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And then you're you're going to get plugged if you're not paying any attention. Yeah. It's like you just end up like shooting all over the place. You know? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then you're you're not going to land your shots. Yeah. You know, and then and then you're going to get cummed on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? They don't have a gun like that in Doom. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the BFD nine thousand. <laughs> <Yeah>. Actually, <laughs> man, rapid shot. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the icon for that on the screen? Let's not go there. Does it have transparencies? <laughs> um, Doom is one of the first games in in my mind. It's really the first game to transcend and bridge PC to console gaming. I mean, I can't think of a game before that that was big on both platforms. Uh, I mean, there were games that were like on NES that were also PC games, and they reformatted them, but nothing really that was as from, popular from, from PC to console that was as popular in the home as it was on PC. It's got to be one of the first. I I, I can't think yeah. of any game. Before that, that was that. There's definitely no game before that that was that big. You're saying like it was as popular as a console game? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it transcended the, the ecosystems. It didn't matter. Yeah. PC or console, everybody wanted to play it. Yeah. You know I what only I mean? know one person that <laughs> that had it too. The that, PC one. Oh. Um. All so getting and getting to that, getting to the Doom ports, all the Doom console ports except for the Super Nintendo. Guess what they were based off of, Trenton? What do you What do you mean? What they were based off of? Yeah, which version? There was one console version that all of the versions were based off of: Saturn, PS One, Three DO, Thirty Two X. There was one version. So you're saying one console version, and then they all converted from that one? Yeah. The Saturn version. The god dang mother freaking. Jaguar. <laughs> Atari Jaguar. <laughs> was it really? The Atari Jaguar. They used that. That was that the, was that the was one the, that was the, the first version and converted it from there. From that. Can you believe that? Oh, well, I guess so cuz the Jaguar was out before the PlayStation and Saturn. So it would make sense, right? I was heartbroken when I had to read that. <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> yeah, so all of the ports are based off of the Jaguar, which crushes me because I don't want to give the, ja- the Jaguar my soul. any 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 sort of credit whatsoever. The the level layouts, the textures, the geometry, the trigonometry all based off of the off of the Jaguar part for those games. For yeah, How do you even play the Jaguar version, huh? Well, with that fucked up controller? That I don't that <laughs> I don't even know cuz I think there's a isn't there a 6 button Jaguar controller? Yeah, who has that? <laughs> Let alone a anybody, Jaguar controller. Anybody who goes for, to Jagfest. <laughs> it's like, let alone who has a Jaguar, who has a six-button Jaguar controller. You had to, like, mail away for one of those. Mm. 
Jagfest. If you want to get all you can out of a Jaguar game, you need the six-button controller. Jagfest. I want to call it something else I'm not going to say on air. Pause. Uh, Doom is technically, Trenton, not a 3D game. Did you know that? Ooh. They, they, they play tricks on you. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> all the objects are basically 2D sprites, so the enemies obviously are all 2D sprites. Yeah, they're just but, flat. But the wall geometry, the floors, the sky, like everything is a 2D sprite in... Basically, what's called a binary binary space partition. Binomial. So, right. So everything is just they kind of like build the level out of these out of these two dimensional items that create the create the world you live in, and it's the illusion of of kind of walking through a three D play space. Mm, the halls of illusions. Right. So think of like um, like Power Slave or Duke Nukem three D. Same same sort of, yeah. of of premise there. But the the benefit of that too is that you have that vertical aim, auto aim. So it doesn't matter where. As long as you're shooting, as it's going to hit them. As long yeah. as you're shooting in that direction, it's it's going to aim at at the. Which is kind of yeah, what Duke Nukem did too. Which is good. I like that because there's less responsibility of the player. Yeah, to trying aim to at. trying to aim in that. Like, yeah. It, you go back to if you go back to to Goldeneye, it's it's almost unplayable in the, in that way of. Of, 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 you know, if you had, like, a, still, a death match. It's still real to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's still real to you, but I, I can't go back to GoldenEye. I can't play that game oh, on really? 64. You know, like, you stop, and then you got to aim with the, with that finicky analog stick to I try love to, to shoot somebody. No, I I'm, love it. There's just too many other good games, even on that system. I'm not going to – I'm not messing with it, man. There's a little bit of auto-aim, like, if you're, like, just shooting straight without not, not aiming. you It'll, it'll like, tar- yeah. target a person. But I don't know if it does that in the multiplayer maps. I don't know if that's just maybe on a single player map. That no, it's still the it's the same. It'll, it's the same it'll, play it'll, as it'll, in the it'll, it'll, in it'll one target player. them. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you ever seen a vagina f- by itself? <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. Um, <laughs> Quake was the first really big like three D poly like polygonal first person shooter game. That was the one, and that was that was an id game too. So they kind of. Took it to the next level with with Quake. Yeah, another 3D game. You know that was like Doom Ashen on the N-Gage. <laughs> Talk about even more unknown than, than the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> My God. But, but but speaking of the auto aim, that was kind of a benefit with when you had like a like a Genesis controller or a Saturn controller, PlayStation controller. Auto aim was kind of important because it wasn't like a mouse and keyboard where you could aim up or down pretty easily. Oh yeah. So. The auto aim actually helps the experience because it makes it a lot more easy, a lot easier. Can you imagine trying to aim up or down with a with a with a with, with a, a six G- button playing Genesis on the thirty two X? Yeah, it's just not not gonna happen. But speaking of the thirty two X, ooh, you know, I, I want to spend our time talking a little bit more about the versions that we grew up with, or the version that we grew up. And I think both for both of us, that's the thirty two X, right? Uh. Or did you did you grow up with uh, with with something else? I not that we have to get into stories just yet. No, I I would say more the PC version. Did you really? Yeah. That, well, I, not uh, me, but <laughs> I know someone right, who. Someone who. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, well, the 32 X port, which is the one that I spent the most time with, was actually uh, developed by Sega, but also had a big helping hand by John Carmack. So he, he helped actually develop the game. It was one of the only versions that he actually had his hand in. Mm. That, that he of helped, all the that, versions, that huh? he, <laughs> he helped develop that and the Jaguar version. 
fucking Jaguar. Um, you know, it didn't use all the capabilities of the 32X, um, especially in the music department, but the gameplay is, is solid. It runs at about 20 frames per second. It's funny. There's it's just got like a shrunken screen a little, a little bit, right? A little bit of a shrunken screen, um, but the gameplay is is it's spot on Doom gameplay. I mean, it's it's there. The, the experience is there. Um, it's funny. So the music, and I, I didn't notice this when I was playing as a kid, and I still kind of am endeared to the music on the system, but there's a dot matrix printer version of At Hell's Gate that sounds better than the 32X version of At Hell's Gate. Oh, really? Yeah. A dot matrix? <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a, a a YouTube channel I think it, I'm not sure if the channel's called uh, MIDI Disaster, but there if you look up MIDI Disaster uh, at Hell's Gate, you'll listen to a better version of the first track in in, in the game than what's actually on the 32x. So a dot matrix printer could actually play a better version <laughs> than the than the 32x sure. version. Um, there's only 17 levels in the 32x game, so it's truncated because of the the cartridge limitation. Truncated. So it's it's the first two episodes. Remember we talked about how Doom had three episodes. They had the shareware version and then two more. So the it's basically the first two episodes. You don't get that third episode. Mm. So you don't really descend into hell. And the Super Nintendo version was the same. Super Nintendo had had five more levels, so you do end up going into hell. Weird, huh? Yeah, but the Super Nintendo version is. <laughs> highly unplayable. Yeah. So the the 32X kind of wins out. It, it, you're right. It's it's letterboxed. It's grainy. It, originally, they wanted it to be full screen. Up until September of 1994, there was a version that was full screen, and it had the PC features, like like wider open areas and more of the PC geometry was actually in the game. And then at the last minute, they just they cut it. I don't know if it's because of performance and they wanted the frame rate to be you higher. Would, you would hope so. <laughs> But th- there was actually a version of that you can actually see on YouTube. There's a version of of the 32x Doom in full screen hmm. that you that you can actually see. Um, enemies are always facing you, so unlike the PC version where enemies could be turned away, turned away, turn and there could be infighting between the different enemies, the 32x doesn't have as much power, and so they had to actually have the enemies always facing you. Yeah, I and mean, that's not a huge deal. I wouldn't know because I never really played the PC version, mm. so um, I'll take your word for it. But I can't imagine that it would materially change the gameplay that much. It's just kind of something that's cool, uh, I guess, if right. it's there. Right. But all in all, Doom was a success for, for the 32X, You know, especially when you consider the Saturn version, um, which we'll get to. But the 32X is actually a better version of Doom than what's on the Sega Saturn. Really, huh? Yep. So we'll we'll get to that. But the the best version, the best home version of Doom, and this is a, a game that I want uh, or a copy that I want, is for the PlayStation One. It actually took advantage of the hardware completely. It has Doom One and Two in the package. There's in the package. It, it runs at 30 frames per second, pretty solidly. There's link cable play, so you can actually play through the the main story with a buddy. If you, is it like another system? Another system, another uh, TV. But you can actually play through the game. It's got a password feature. So you can play through the game with a buddy. On a whole, yeah, to have a separate TV, right? Right. We can make it happen here. <laughs> we can make it happen. be the first time someone's ever done it. You, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. My buddy Derek and I were talking about possibly doing that. Doom Doom One on on or Doom on PlayStation is actually getting up there in price. It's like a forty fifty dollar game now. Jeez. Yeah. You wouldn't th- you wouldn't think right. Um. But yeah. So PlayStation One is the is considered the best version of the era. Like I said, one of the most interesting ports is the Saturn. It ended up being based off the PlayStation version. There's no link play in North America. There was in Europe and, and in Japan. Um, but the game was running at 60 frames per second when they had it up and running originally. Oh, yeah. It the Saturn a- version, doesn't it have, like, you can do, like, a deathmatch link up or something like that? In the European version and in the, the Japanese version. The North American version does not have link play. Oh, even though it says it? Yeah, there's no link play in, the, in, in on Doom. Oh. For the Saturn. Really? Yeah. Because oh, it says it on the box. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Oh. It's right there. Uh, while you're looking at that. So, originally... Yeah, it says it's deathmatch ready with two-player link capabilities, and it's totally going to completely blow you away. Wow. wow. <laughs> I don't... I don't think I don't actually think it was ever instituted. It's fake news. It could be fake news. <laughs> but the guy, so the guy who created, who originally was going to create the the Saturn port, his name is Jim Bagley, and with from Rage Software. Bagley. And, and he he had actually utilized the Saturn's two VDP uh, graphics display processors and the two SH2 uh, main processors, so that the game was running at sixty frames per second, double what the PlayStation was running at. But John Carmack saw the port that he was creating, and there was that texture warping. Right. You know, as as the characters moving through the environment, you saw the walls sort of kind of crater around. Oh, really? And he said, he said, he said, no, I want you guys to do this all in software. He said, eh, eh. and and so it looked it looked better, and when you're just staring at it, but in motion, the game ran at like twelve or thirteen frames per second on on the regular. <laughs> So it was it was herky jerky and it, it, it basically jerky. it was not using the Saturn to its strengths. I think you and I could could agree we'll deal with a little warping texture warping if the game's gonna run smoothly. Oh, of course. And uh, and they totally gimped it. So they they sacrificed. They basically used like half of the hardware to create the game. And that's why the Saturn version ended up the way it was. But can you imagine if if that game was running at sixty frames per second? During the era, the Saturn one, and and doubling up the the PlayStation. I mean, that would have been nuts. But they totally gimped it. So, the PlayStation is the one to get if you if you want to go back to these games, or go back to this game. PlayStation One, if you can find it, is the is the best way to do it. Um, Doom was a part of the rating system controversy that was in the early '90s, along with Mortal Kombat. Hella mature. <laughs> so that was it, it. Was notable for being a part of that. Um, uh, we'll talk about the music a little bit. Bobby Prince was the composer. Um, his exclu- his credits were almost exclusively with id and, and 3D Realms, which Apogee turned into 3D Realms, and they made Duke Nukem 3D. So they just changed their name. Um, most or many of the songs in the Doom in the Doom One and Two saga were actually covers of metal and rock songs from the 80s and 90s. Uh, the most glaring is At Hell's Gate, which is the first song of the first game. And it's essentially just a cover of a, game, uh, of a song called Hooked by a thrash metal band called DRI. DRI! And it's beat for beat, the same oh, yeah. the same exactly. song. 
it's funny. I don't remember any of the music from Doom. It's like the thing I forgot about. I don't remember, like, even... You don't remember the imp song? I don't, I don't remember any of the music. No? No. Totally forgotten. Some solid tracks in there, Trent. <laughs> Some solid tracks. But he, he thought that they were going to be sued over it, and they were never sued. Well, as long as you change it a little bit, you're fine. I mean, it was pretty much the same song. <laughs> no, like, almost exactly. Exactly. I know. Um, it's a cover. Yeah. <laughs> Doom um, garnered, obviously, universal acclaim. It was voted the best game all time by, by GameSpot, formerly the videogames.com. There was a funny review from Edge magazine. which, oh, it, which I remember. It, Edge, Edge, vaguely. Edge started right in 1993, right, as this game was getting going. And there was a reviewer who said that the gameplay was too simple and that he wished that you could actually become friends with the enemies and form alliances. Okay, wanted something that's not even in the yeah, game. Like, like, okay, so you, so you want this to be like an adventure game then, right? Was It was, it was a joke review? Is that what you said? No. Oh, oh, I no, thought you this meant... this is a real said, review. Oh, I thought you meant... He gave it a like 7 out of 10. He said the game was the gameplay was too simple and that you're going to get bored of it over time and that he wished that you could actually become friends with the enemies. What the hell does and that form, like, What does that have to do with anything? And form alliances. You just say that in like every game. It's like like Mario's gonna join Bowser. Yeah, you're like, saying. You know, Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man's a fine game, but the gameplay gets old. It'd be nice if you could actually make friends with Blinky, yeah. and you know, go at, just just sit there and chill, and try to you know maybe go after Miss Pac-Man <laughs> together, and maybe rope in the Dig Dug guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like what? The, what are you what? <laughs> I don't. Know. I I just thought that was funny. So, I mean, what can you say about Doom? Right? I mean, it's it's notable for so many reasons. The, the technical achievement, the online deathmatch inventor, the trailblazer, the sound, the music, the, 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 the weapons, the atmosphere. The game show, showcases, as I said, that the gameplay is king. And, it, and honestly, I think it came at just the right time for us. Um, it's got to be, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out. It's got to be the top five most important games of all time. I don't. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I can say best games. I I, I can't. I'm not going to go there because games evolve and you know gaming evolves. But in terms of the importance, but that's when it was like rapidly evolving. Yeah. In like the 90s. But when you think about the course of and the trajectory of gaming, especially with first-person shooters, which is the biggest genre. Yeah. It has been for what 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Just pretty much based off like one game alone, you know. I mean, it's it's right up there with Super Mario Brothers. It has to be. Um, you mean popularity, importance? Oh, importance. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh man. Yeah, it spawned like every pretty much like spawned like everything on the computer, like Counter Strike, and those were huge games, and like <laughs> like all that. <laughs> even even like uh, you know a, a open world adventure game, you got. Fallout, that's a first-person game, you know, and a lot of the mechanics that you have in those games are... Yeah, and then the biggest one, Call know. of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, what's the other one, um, Battlefield? Uh, I I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, I don't know how else to to, to put this game in its place. I mean, it's it's... It's the one of the most important games of all time. It's one of the best games of all time. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I know that. Oh really? Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I've actually thought about filling the last spot on the wall with maybe a Doom poster. Is it the Doom 2 one where he's like on top of all the things like shooting down on him? Or that's the Doom 1? No, that's, that's like Doom the, 1. That's like the cover of the 32X one, right? Um, fucking Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need. You need the Jaguar cover version <laughs> up there. No, we're cropping that out. Surprise you one day. It's just going to be on the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Th- that'll be the hell free- will freeze over, literally. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, uh, let's take a little a little trip to Doom 64 quickly before we, uh, we finish up here with some of our memories. Um, Doom 64 was actually the sequel to Doom 2. So it's Doom 2.5? So Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 64 are pretty much like a trilogy. It literally picked up right off, right after Doom Two, and what's funny about that is, is it was exclusive to the sixty four. So it's not I, because I, I I've never <laughs> I never played it. You need two, sir. Sorry. <laughs> so it's not Doom Three. It's its own. It's its own game. It's pretty much Doom Three. Oh, okay. It pretty much is Doom Three. It's just that they titled it sixty four yeah, 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 to kind of yeah. fit in line with. Yes. With with you know with the sixty with the Nintendo sixty four <laughs> naming sort of etiquette, uh, it 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 takes advantage of that Nintendo sixty four. It's finally a three D game, so now we've got an actual full three D game, full three D geometry, lighting effects. Except they turned all the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the characters are still two D, which I kind of like. I kind of like that they're still two D characters. It still makes me feel like it's Doom. Even though you're working in a 3D play space, yeah, you know, so that 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 part I still like. Uh, there's more puzzles. Um, there's room over room maps, so you can actually have a room over another room. Where in the original Dooms, you couldn't have that. It was very, very, very limited because of the way that they were. You mean like one level, like a literally like a one level playing, like a one you, story. Yeah, playing yeah, field. like you can't have like a room above a room because of of the way that these yeah. binary space partitions work. You can't have a room over a room. Whereas with a, with a three D fully three D game, you can have that. So finally, you were able to have more dynamic sort of or, or more intricate level maps. Yeah. You know, stairs going up and wrapping around and that kind of a thing. You know, maybe falling through one floor to the to, to the bottom floor, yeah. stuff like that. Um. In this version is actually based off of, um, you know, like the PlayStation version, which itself is based off of. The Jaguar version. <laughs> it hurts so much oh, to say. Oh man. It. Anyways, to, so to bring this back around, um, it's funny. Some guy in 2012, and this is also something you can view on YouTube, uh, recreated Doom 64 on the 32X. Like frame for frame, like like the like the game is yeah. There's it plays a, exactly the same. There's or it lo- looks. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how much of the maps are there because again. 32x isn't going to do a fully 3d game but he basically made the maps for doom 64 on 32x the things people do isn't it crazy (laughs) so you guys you guys can can check that out it's actually pretty impressive it runs smoothly it's like what the fuck why not right (laughs) what do you mean why not (laughs) listen if i mean you mean why as in like if i don't have to make it but i get to see how this whole thing worked out no it's it's fun to see how how people can Sort of take games that came out on later platforms and and, and reimagine them for prior platforms. A guy made Halo on the twenty six hundred. 
God bless us. There's heart. a version of Halo on the 2600. Can you believe that? Unfortunately, I can. <laughs> Actually, it looks pretty good. So, memories of this game, Trent. Memories. You want to go first? Um, you want me to go first? Man, it's funny you say memories playing this game. My memories were not playing this game. But <laughs> a lot of times that no, is, that, no. that's, okay, that's okay. Yeah. As long as you were like just, it was in just, the room experiencing <laughs> it. No, I know. That's right? what it was. It was uh, the, the man, Jesse Clark. He had it right down the street. It would literally, <laughs> I'd remember like get out of school. I think we, we'd get out at like the same time and then I'd, or he'd be home like right before me and he'd just be like on his computer. Is this in between games of Killer Instinct? No. And Paperboy 2? <laughs> no, we didn't play, we didn't play Paperboy 2. No, he he, he he was he was the only person I knew that had a computer that would that could like handle like like a serious game or the one that was like that actually had a We copy. all had that one friend that could ha- that actually <laughs> had a PC that was powerful enough to play. Yeah, games. everyone else just had it just to just it would just like a computer just to sit there and right. play open up Microsoft Word. And that was about it. So yeah, I would just go to his place and literally just like watch him play it for like an hour or two, like <laughs> like every day. Were you wowed by it? Oh yeah, no. I mean, it was entertaining to watch. I was like, man, this is like <laughs> this is like serious. I I think I only played it like once because I was like just trying to play. Your hand had an orgasm. You're like, oh, what do I do with the mouse? Yeah, because it's like you have to use the mouse in like the up. I th- I remember you like you would use. The mouse to move around, but you can use like the up, down, left, and right to kind of the WASD, the WASD, also move around and you click with them. It was just like I, I need a controller to play, but I just yeah, I'd pretty much just like watching him play like for like an hour, and it would just be like the chick, ju- the chick was too hot for you to handle. <laughs> yeah, it basically like I was playing it because I was just like, oh yeah, go there, you know, go go check that. We oh, call that go. we call that single player co op. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, single player co op. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. exactly it. It's like when uh, when I'm playing Resident Evil and my wife's telling me how to figure out the puzzles. Yeah, and I did it have. A, I think it had a password system. Did it or did it have like a, you just go back into it? Yeah, yeah. It was, that was back in the day where you had to like write the passwords down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. The PC version might have had save states, or, or you know you might have been able to save after each level, but definitely had password features. Yeah, I mean that's like the console versions did at least. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that was that was pretty much because yeah, I I only played it like a couple times and it was like too much for me to play on. I was like, I need a controller to play. That's like when I used to go to Matt Phillips's house and I used to watch him play Warcraft too, and it was like oh, I, Warcraft. I, geez. Well, I loved watching it. It was so cool to see how like the the armies would kind of develop and, and and attack each other. But if I sat down to play it, I would be like. I'd be dead in five seconds because I I wouldn't know yeah how, like resource management and how and wh- what do you build first? It's all about like what do you what do you build to to kind of like fight the other army and you have to build the right things at the right times and set your soldiers up a certain way and this yeah. guy these guys have to go here to defend this area. It's just it was too much for me to manage, but I but I loved sitting down and watching it. Yeah, you know? and then the the, the other there's like two other things I remember the the uh, so while you're playing, you can pull up like the map would go over the screen, so you could kind of see where you need to go. It like that wire. Oh, that was that, one of the things I found. Like they were talking about that how some, wireframe some, map. Some, some people would would play that with just from the from the wireframe map. 
Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, you just figure out where you need to go. Just yeah. that you're like a little, you're a little triangle arrow, and you just yeah. literally just use that and flip back and forth between. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean that. I don't know that that had to, that something like that had been used in a game. I don't. Wolfenstein didn't have that, right? I don't think so. Okay, I don't remember. And then when you would, so when you would be at like, it had like your character, his face. When you would, when you'd get hit. Like you, his face would get like bloody. Yeah, there's like, little, there's little icon screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like blood would start dripping from yeah. his whole face until you got more health power ups, and then it would actually he he would look he would straighten out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever play? Well, there's that picture of you holding, oh, yeah. holding Doom for 32x. <laughs> the, the iconic yeah picture of 30 the Doom we'll 32x to, we'll for Christmas. We'll have, to, we'll have to flash that. <laughs> and you never played it. No, I, I did. I, I I just don't really remember playing it like that much because I was, I when I had my thirty two X, it was like Virtua Fighter and WWF Raw, and then like those were the ones I played like all the time. Like I really have no recollection of playing Doom on the thirty two X. I think it's just because I played I played Virtua Fighter and and Raw like so much that I just don't really remember playing it. <laughs> I honestly have no memory of playing Doom on the 32X. Oh, cuz you were occupied with other games. Yeah. Or, you know. It's like I I it definitely I owned it. <laughs> I have no recollection of ever playing it. I don't know, man. I I don't know why the 32X has such a a, a spot in my heart because it's it's you're right. Like it's it's kind of an abomination in a lot of ways. But at the same time it came at just the right time for me where it was my exposure to like 3D polygonal games. Yeah, and, no, I had. <laughs> that's and, how and I got it. It was that. It was that opening up to that where we only had to spend a hundred bucks or hundred fifty bucks to get the experience. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it for like fifty bucks. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, but it was just it was just special for that because we were we were looking forward to it. I mean, my my so my first exposure to to Doom, um, in in. Fourth grade, fifth grade, I started hanging out with a, a kid in town named Jeremy, Jeremy Figgerton. Um <laughs> and uh, his his parents lived in like the most like yuppie, pretentious, baby boomer development part of town called baby Islandwoods. Baby boomer development. Yeah, it was just a bunch of bunch of boomers. Everybody was, I don't know, it was it was that like. Keep up with the fucking Jones bullshit, you know. <laughs> you remember that bullshit, you know, where you, you see some what somebody else has and now you gotta have it, you yeah. Know, that, that kind of thing from the nineties. Gotta one up everybody. His parents hated each other. <laughs> I just remember the angst that they had between each other whenever I would co- come go over there. Um, <laughs> solid. I don't know. The whole community is just a bunch of my perception of it is they're just a bunch of self-loathing white people. That don't have anything really going on. So Doom, huh? <laughs> I don't know. They they were just they were just weird. I mean, I'll just come out and say it. They were just they were just kind of weird a little bit. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of white people. Anything else you want to add? Just a bunch of white people with a bunch of false guilt because they're middle class. Throw some more dirt. We got some more dirt over there. If you want to throw it on them, <laughs> <laughs> they want to stay. They, they they love they love diversity, but the minute it comes to the doorstep, they want to move right the fuck out. <laughs> Don't bring that shit around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, no, I love I love black people. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I'm ranting, but I don't know. They're just I, I, man. I don't know. 
if this is a word, there was a lot of disingenuity <laughs> that I that in my purvey. Okay. Say that. What was that? On my purvey. Sure. My view. My view of everything <laughs> was that it was just a bunch of bullshit. Um, Jeremy was a fucking totally like <laughs> spoiled, whenever, whenever spoiled say, fucking brat. Whenever you go, Jeremy was a fucking. You know, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> it's not like someone's positive is gonna How come can out it be of that. I know he was a fucking spoiled brat. He was. He was. He, he was kind of a. I don't know. He was. He was just. He was a snot-nosed kid. He, he got everything that he wanted, you know? I don't know how he would ever listen to this, but I hope he does. I don't give a shit if he listens to it. I don't give a fucking shit. I don't know if there's any way to ever get to him, but hopefully. Whatever. Oh, man. I think he had a rapper name at one point. He was the first Jewish rapper ever, besides Modest Yahoo. Anyways. Anything else you want to add? Let's get it all out now. <laughs> He's been holding this shit in for 25 years. Uh, he never let me play. <laughs> There it is. That's he, he that's, never let me that's play. That's what it really is. <laughs> His mom would would say would say Jeremy, Jeremy, just like that too. Let's out play. Let's out play. Yeah, mom. Yeah, mom. And he would just he, he, and I would just sit there and I'd be like, I'd want to play. I want they, but he wouldn't let me. So, sorry, Jeremy, but this is why I'm this is why I'm freaking out right now. Uh, never let me play. But I but I first discovered Doom at his house. Where it was, he had the PC. He was the kid. He was the he was the friend that had the PC. He had the uh, creative sound uh, speakers sound, on it too. Yeah, the sound With slash the sound blaster slash card. finger blaster. <laughs> yeah, sound card. The creative three D blaster card. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must have been. I don't know if it was like late ninety four or if it was like early ninety five. But I remember him having Doom. He had a game called Raptor. I don't know if you remember Raptor. It was an Apogee software. Raptor, as in like the dinosaur Raptor. Yeah, but it was a it was a uh, top down shooter. You were in like a Top Gun, uh, sort of like F fifteen fighter, and and you were shooting you were shooting you know going up the screen or you know vertical scrolling, and had, you know you had all like the rocket launchers and stuff. It was pretty a pretty cool looking game, and and so you know I would I would of course watch him play that and then. I would watch him play Doom. Uh, you know, he had he had. Uh, it was funny because oh, we, we would. I would watch him do that, and then and then of course I would watch him pull out his his his, his Sears video arcade. He had like a like a like an Atari twenty six hundred that was sold at Sears, and it was called like the Sears video arcade. Sure, I don't it, even... it wasn't a clone console. It was Atari kind of did a licensing deal, licensed out to with, Sears. With Sears, and it was an exclusive. It was like an exclusive system, but I mean, it played all the Atari twenty six hundred cartridges. And he had, I remember, he had. Um, so you were going back to the Atari twenty six hundred. Isn't it funny? Then? It was like we were like top of the line, like like cutting edge. <laughs> Let's play doom. some Breakout. <laughs> yeah, and then we, I remember he would play. Um, uh, I think it's called like King of the Mountain. So you'd watch him play the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, yes, King of the Mountain, and Congo Bongo. Even though there was two controller ports. Yeah, I, I <laughs> he probably like hey, purposefully you know, you, did only hey, got one. controller. You know, there's two controller ports on there. You know, yeah, yeah, I know. He's like, he's, no. like, he's like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, you know. Like he was, he was so glued that you couldn't get his attention. But anyways, a couple of months later, after I, I had, you know, after I had seen it at his house. I got my 32x, and I've told the story how when we first, when I first got the 32x, how we couldn't figure out how to get it set up with the clips, 
Oh, the ones you and, don't and need. And I actually bloodied my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From from the clips because yeah. we were trying to fit them in. The ones you don't need. Right. And then we, you know, we called we called Sega of America, and they they were like, <laughs> throw. <laughs> yeah, I remember the story yeah. where you were like, their guy was like, throw them out, and then he's like, oh, you yeah. just throw the system out too. <laughs> 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 he, he goes you don't need the clips just just put the system in and it and see if it works and then i was like yeah actually you don't need the system either just throw that out with him <laughs> but i remember bless you oh my god <laughs> i remember we you know so we, we're out, we're still on the phone with him and we plugged it in and when i said like it fired up and i remember hearing the music and you see that you know basically the doom guy on screen you see the first person and then he picks up that shotgun and he just starts blowing guys away with it and that in that moment when i when i i saw it we had the console tv the magnavox console tv that 32 inches of wonder hooked up with the with the coaxial rf right <laughs> you had to have the rf but the but the flash on the screen of that doom logo and then watching him pick up the shotgun and shoot somebody I feel like I was like almost drooling. You, you mean you were just watching like the demo mode where it was it just kind of going? The, it was the attract screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you and and you see this guy going through the level and shooting all all the all, all the baddies or whatever. <laughs> all the baddies. And I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have Doom in my living room. Doom in my room. It was like this is this this shit is on. Like this is gonna ha- this is really gonna happen. I'm not watching anymore. I'm actually no, playing. Yeah, I'm actually gonna play it. <laughs> I'm actually gonna play. It. I played Doom on 32x for probably six months. How many? How many times you beat it? I don't know, but I just played that game to death. I mean, I I don't know how many times I played through it, and it was it's it's the one. I remember, you know, when people talk about oh, 32x, you know, the music's terrible, this and that. To me, like that's the music I want to hear when I'm playing the game is like the 32X soundtrack because that's the that one crunchy Sega it was, chip. Yeah. And I, and I know it's not the best, but it's the one that I, you know, was, I was like what, 11 years old yeah. playing this game. So you don't really, you didn't really know no. what the best version was. And it didn't matter that it was letterboxed. It did, none of that mattered. The gameplay was smooth. And it, to this day, people will still say that. I mean, most reviewers who are looking at this are going to say yes it's a smooth game and that's its redeeming quality and that's why it's still playable today because you can go back to that game through the grainy graphics and through you know the the, as they call the farty sound effects it's still doom and that was that was what we got you 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 paid 150 bucks it was packed in in my my version really yep they made a pack-in version of doom yeah i had doom packed in was in the box it was like taped to the box if it's not on the box. It was like in the 32X box? It was in the 32X box, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never got a box for my th- my copy of Doom. That's weird. At least I don't remember getting a copy, of, you know, an actual boxed copy of Doom in, inside of it. But that was the first game I got because it was in... It was, and it was the game that I wanted. It was the game... When I got my 32X, I wanted Doom. I must have wanted it because I got it for Christmas. But I but I bought a 32x for Doom, and I knew about Virtua Racing. I I wanted Virtua Racing. I wanted Virtua Fighter, which hadn't come out yet. I wanted those games, but I bought it for Doom, hmm. and and it was it was an amazing experience to be able to play that. I didn't need a a twelve hundred dollar PC. I had it in my living room on my Sega Genesis. 
You know, I mean that that's pretty cool to be able to spend a hundred bucks or whatever it was and have Doom in your living room. Like I didn't care that it was seventeen levels instead of twenty two or twenty three. It didn't matter to me. You know, you got that experience, you got the shotgun effects, you got that three D world. You know, it was all there. It, it shouldn't have existed. Like it, like I was like, I, this shouldn't exist on my Genesis. So obviously, you had the thirty two X, but yeah. I was like, this this is like this is sorcery. You know, <laughs> this is wizardry <laughs> and the only shitty part about the 32x is there's no password system so you can't get the true ending if unless you play you through the whole game one, yeah. and there's some long levels that you have to be kind of careful moving in and out of that's where that pause button comes in handy <laughs> so last year i played through half the game and then i paused it and went to bed and it and, woke, and woke up the next morning and it was frozen. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the next morning, that's you're you're, you're gambling, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's on you. That's on you. I, I was, but what was I going to do? Just just turn it off. I mean, I would. It was the same result, so I might as well no, go I for know. it. You know. I mean, that's on you. You know, it's in God's hands now. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine, but it's it's still a game I can go back to. Maybe it's just me because I I played it as a kid, but um, I love Doom on the 32x. I do want to get the PlayStation version. Because you I really, know. you really into Doom that much, huh? Where you want the PlayStation version? Absolutely, because the, the Saturn version sucks. It's unplayable. Really? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we can try it later if you want, but I, the 32x version is better than than the Saturn version. I kind of just want to see the Doom 64 version. They did have the four-player deathmatch, right? Which one? Doom 64. I'm pretty sure that was. One no, I don't one. think so. No. No, nope, I don't think there was any. There was a multiplayer mode in Doom 64. You're lying. Fake news. I could be wrong. If it's true, then you can you can edit it in post and put it in here. But no, I'd rather leave you having you wrong, wrong forever. Wrong forever. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like when when we get more popularity, people will comment and say that you're wrong. That's what I live for. <laughs> Just the hate. Yeah, the future hate. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the future, Trenton is yeah. is getting off. The on, hopefulness of hate is yeah, what I look for. The hopefulness for. <laughs> of hate. Yeah, so that would align you with Hitler, actually. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Wolfenstein 3D, <laughs> which had Hitler in it, is you know right. inspiration it for this game. All comes back. Yeah, it's full circle. So, <laughs> all right. Well, with that, if we uh, if we've doomed it out, yeah, so to um, speak, you know. But Doom 64 is another one that I don't think it's enough credit. It's it's a game that needs to be played, and and they just remade Doom sixty four on yeah I just all the that. modern consoles and and uh, end of March. It's just funny that you know that's the version. Yeah, you know they they basically came out with these new versions of Doom sixty four. You know, console wars just did Doom at Super Nintendo versus thirty two X. I think it's because they well that new Doom just came out, so it's kind of you know, like you know what in it the is zeitgeist. You know, you know what it is. It's 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 you know coronavirus central. It's like darkest before dawn. Everybody's feeling gloomy, and this is the game that we want to talk about. Gloomy and doomy. We want to talk about Doom because it, we're all feeling the. We're all feeling the. But that's uh, how you want to look at it. Yeah. But not the dungeon of Doom. No, nobody wants With to talk Kevin about Kevin Sullivan. No, Kevin Sullivan and the no, shark. No, 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 no. And no. the Zodiac, aka Brother Brudai. Uh, wasn't the wasn't Kamala <laughs> in there too? Yeah. I don't think it was. He wasn't Kamala. No, 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 no. I know he was something else. <laughs> he was something else. But what a squad! I'm excited to play Doom 64. I've played one level of it, and I loved that first level. I love it. <laughs> so I can't imagine that it's 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 not going to get better. 
from yeah. from from there. But <laughs> as long as the gameplay is solid, that's I just all that Doom is one of those games where you just pick it up and and you instantly have a smile on your face. You just want to kill shit, you know. <laughs> Fuck shit up. And, 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 and you're going to be decent enough at it. Doom isn't really too terribly hard of a game. It's just, you know, you, you just have to pay attention to what you're doing and not kind of be there's stupid. A, yeah, I mean, you know, there's kind of memorization. Well, in terms of, like, finding, like, the keys and everything. It's like once you play it through yeah. a bunch of times, you can you can kind of get to where you need to go right away. Right. You know, after you kind of know where, like, the keys are and everything. So you can kind of skip through those, like, you know the beginning levels right right just boom 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 i just can't say enough positive about doom so um you know dust off your copies if you got them guys or find you know either i I would recommend either the 32x version or the playstation one version um 32x version is probably the cheapest one too probably yeah you can find i don't think it's maybe 10 or 15 bucks yeah, I was like, I can't. I was like, I don't think it's more than twenty bucks for a loose for if, a loose if, copy. If you just yeah. want to get that Doom experience, the thirty two X version is fine. Chances are, if you already have a thirty two X, you probably already have Doom. Yeah, or if you got a compact Presario in your attic, you know, get it all out. <laughs> I can get that Creative Sound Blaster three D <laughs> Pro sound card in there. <laughs> all right, well, uh, play Doom. I think that's the point that we're trying to make. Doom is is one of the most important games of all time. And it needs to be celebrated. So with that, enjoy. Be safe. Be really safe, especially during this coronavirus. Be happy, be healthy, and as always, keep it turbo, guys. Okay.